Eating good food should be easy. Whether you're stuck in a rut for inspiration or just can't get organized to cook, this is a game changer. Real Plans is a meal planner with superpowers. It creates a custom plan to suit your family's size, busy schedule, and ever-changing needs. Real Plans is available on iOS and Android platforms and has a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time if it's just not working for you. Head over to elisathearnista.com and find our Real Plans banner over on the right-hand side to get you started. there everybody welcome to the elisa v arnista podcast episode number 125 my name is mike and by my side looking confused as always is elisa the arnista herself how you doing today elisa all right why are you looking confused i'm not sure what's going on here apparently a crazy lady was knitting on this last time what happened i don't know stitches aren't quite where they're where they should be you probably had a plan last time you worked on that. It's been so long you forgot what your plan was. No, I think things just kind of got a little like out of whack just from it sitting and being yanked around and stuff. So. Uh, being uh, hauled back and back and forth from the store a thousand times. Yeah. Well, five times, six times, five times. Five times, yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Episode 125. As always... Actually, no, not as always. Actually, let's do it this order. I, I'm, I've got. Oh, I'm so confused. Me too. I've got oh, things. Oh, oops! That, I missed a stitch. Oh, now we're all out of whack. Just like your sweater is out, out of whack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the program, everybody. If you'd like to interact with us here at the show, you can always send us an email: podcast at elisathearnista dot com. If you have any questions or comments, suggestions, ideas, thoughts on the show, things you like, things you don't like, things you want to hear more of, things you want to hear less of, we want to hear from you because we want to make this the best show we possibly can for you. The person who is listening and or watching watching this right now. It's very kind of you. It is. Very, well, <laughs> is it kind of me or is it just that I want to make a show that people are going to actually listen to or watch? Because that's how we hopefully make money at this. Yeah. <laughs> and have fun. And have mostly oh, having here's fun. Here's another one. What was I doing? Were you half asleep when you were oh, doing that? Probably. Well, the, you know by now you can't knit when you're half asleep. Or shouldn't anyway. You can, Should but not. you shouldn't. Step away from the knitting, ladies and gentlemen. If you are sleepy, step away from the knitting. Only bad things are going to happen when you're sleepy, when you're trying to do... Yes. Pretty much anything, honestly. Except sleeping. I mean, except for sleeping, yeah. that I'm not very good at that, so... Well, no, but... Yeah, if you have any kind of physical activity that you're supposed to be doing, or should be happening... Stop it! Go to sleep. Yep. Listen to the Elisa the Arnisa podcast as you're going to sleep. Except then you have to figure out where you were and listen to it again i'm gonna have to go and uh i'll, I'll be right back i'm gonna this, I, this I, tends I to happen sniffly. from time to time i got all sniffly yeah you're making me weepy and no, i don't know not, that's not, i'm not no you're allergic to something it's something in here in this room or something there's nothing you, in this room. probably a cue so entertain the people i'll be right back i'm going to entertain the people actually i'm not going to entertain them well maybe this is entertaining i don't know but uh, something I wanted to talk about before we get into the uh, the meat of the knitting program is I started, or we started, I guess, a team on Kiva, K-I-V-A dot org. So I don't know how many people listening to this uh, are familiar with Kiva, but um, 
this past week, uh, we started up a a uh, team on Kiva. So Kiva is a micro lending site. Uh, it's a it's a website. It's an organization that you can go and you can uh, make small loans um, as low as twenty five dollars, all up to five hundred if you so choose. Um, but you can lend to people all throughout the world, whether it's in the, there are some people in the United States, um, but there are also a lot all throughout the world um, that you can lend to people that own small businesses. They may be farmers. They may have kind of retail establishments. What's going on? Where's my normal cloth covered cord? What do you mean your cloth covered cord? Mm, everything's, oh, because you had to give no, me a new I one because that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's between your volume and your headphones. Well, it's shorter. Yeah, it is. It's shorter, so I'm all out of whack. So everything's out of whack. Everything is out of whack today. The theme of the show, so yeah. maybe I'll, I will invest in a new. Well, we I need to get probably you. new headphones anyway. So yeah, well, that's, that's what true. you've been telling me. So, so well, or new pads at least. So anyway, so talking about Kiva.org. Um, so it's a, again a micro lending site for people that they maybe own businesses or they're trying to make improvements in their life, whether they are sending their kids to school or they are people going to school or maybe they perhaps need new bathroom facilities. They need a, a toilet or they need water filtration systems or they need uh, electrical systems like they have like solar things and things like that. I've seen loans anywhere from like three hundred and fifty dollars all the way up to. Like I think the the biggest is ten thousand, and that generally goes to people in the U.S. who have their small businesses. So I mention this or I bring this up because uh, March eighth is International uh, Women's Day, and Kiva is doing a thing. Unfortunately, it has passed because well, I guess fortunately it has passed because it ha- it was so popular that uh, for people who are doing first time loans, they were doing a free twenty five dollar loan. So you would just go in. And uh, they were, you know, you normally you, you'd pay from your credit card or whatever it might be and you get to make your loan. Um, but they were doing that if you were a first time lender, they would just basically they would you set up an account. And they would give you twenty five dollars to lend to somebody um, up to three million dollars. Well, they're at this point at almost six million and International Women's Day is not even until the eighth. So way ahead of schedule on that one. And basically the way that the Kiva works is that um, you make your loan of whatever dollar amount you decide you want to do, $25 or, or whatever it happens to be. And over a period of time, there are loans that are as low as six months and some go up to like three years. Uh, you will get that money back. So they will pay that back, which then allows Hopefully. you... Well, they they have a ninety seven percent repayment rate, so there is there is a potential that you may not get all or or part of your loan back, but you don't go into this. You know, basically, I guess loan what you can afford to lose, I guess. But the repayment rate is ninety seven percent, so there's there's a small chance that you may not get that that loan back. But it's better than you do in Vegas. It's a heck of a lot better than you'll get in Vegas for sure. Breaking um, even in Vegas is not even a, really a thing. No, if you not when I've played. You've been to Vegas. That's that's why it looks the way it does, is because that's you lose money. That's the whole point of you a go casino. through fifty bucks before they bring you your, your drink that you ordered. Exactly. That's it's the whole their scam. Mm-hmm. So and that's the idea is that you you loan your twenty five dollars, it gets repaid, you loan it again. So that that same twenty five dollars can be lent out multiple times as many times as as it comes back to you, and you can help out multiple people all throughout the world. So. That being said, uh, we did start a team. So you can join teams on Kiva. 
And really the fun there is you can encourage each other. You can say, you can point out loans and say, hey, I found this such and such a person. And I think what they're trying to do is really cool and we should help them out. Um, It kind of uh, aggregates everybody's loans and says, here's your overall impact. So if you've got five people on a team and they each make a loan, that's $125 impact throughout the world. Um, And there are a ton of these teams all, again, all over the place. And so we started one. for Firefly Fibers as a group, which I think would be really cool to get people on there and what I plan on doing between now and, and kind of periodically, but especially now be, between now and uh, March 8th, which again is International Women's Day, is kind of finding some loans on the site that are, again, generally uh, entrepreneurial efforts by women throughout the world, specifically in needlecraft, uh, yarn, sewing, um, stuff like that uh throughout the world and kind of uh focus on those things and and you can loan to anything you want but uh you know i think especially for this week that's kind of what the focus will be yeah sounds good sounds fun it is fun you've been enjoying it so yep yeah so i've been doing this for a bit so if you go to see the team right now you will see that there is currently one member on the team (laughs) that member being me and so far, the team has loaned to uh, Rosas de Peronia Group. They're selling clothing and shoes. And then uh, Amita, she's from India, and she's buying more thread, needles, cloth, etc. for her embroidery business. Yay. And the other ones are in Gu- Guatemala. So it's pretty cool. Again, so Kiva, the, the team is kiva.org slash team slash Firefly Fibers. As with everything else that we talk about or do on this show I'm going to put a link to this um, on the show notes. So if you go to uh, at least thearnista.com slash podcast or just go to the, the main page and go to the podcast in the show notes, this will probably be the first and most prominent link that I put on there today. Click through, join the team, make a $25 loan or, or whatever you can afford. Again, the, the money comes back to you um, so you can reloan it. And you can always, too, if you know, you've got 50 bucks in there and three years from now, you're like, man, I need that 50 bucks. You can withdraw that. If you've got, if you've got the credit in there, once it's been repaid, you can withdraw that. So that money is always yours. It's not, you know, it's not not giving it away. Yeah. You're not giving it away. You, you, you can, you can donate it to uh, the organization because they do a lot of different things. Obviously they have an overhead. They need to pay people to maintain the website and do all the various different things. Um, But you can, you can withdraw that money back into your account if you need to do it. And something I need to set up too is that if you die or if you are inactive for a period of time, it'll, uh, what is it like? 90 days i think so if you get your last loan back and there's no activity for 90 days they'll just put it into your account because i think they will just assume that either you have passed on or forgotten about kiva or something unfortunate happened so if you have any questions about it definitely you know shoot us an email at uh, podcast at um, but we would love to see some people joining the team uh, especially this week i think it's a, a fantastic effort there's a lot of um you will notice that most of from what I can tell, most of the loans or most of the people looking for loans on the website are women. Um, and you have, there's all different kinds of ways that you can search for various loans in different areas, whether it's uh, for personal use, such as, again, like, uh, you know, uh, toilet facilities or water filtration or uh, green efforts or uh, people that own businesses, all that kind of stuff. I think it's very cool. Um, so I think it's definitely worth checking out. Very cool. All right, Elise, this is going to be a short segment from uh, from what I've been told. 
It's happening now, but apparently it has not happened much this week. At all this week. Or at all this week, apparently. What are you, what are you working on? I am working on my soul bean card again. I am uh, on the... I think I have two more rounds of the color work, and then I finish the bottom with some ribbing or something. <laughs> Are you sure about that? You... I don't know. I, I'm, I, well, no, I, I think I finished with ribbing. I haven't looked that far ahead. Trying to get through this bottom color work has been... Shouldn't uh, you look through the pattern before you start I did, working your way through it? I haven't done anything for a week. So I just picked it up. I'm following the chart right now. And then I think I have ribbing after this. And then um, I pick up and I knit the sleeves and um, then I cut this baby open. So I may not have done any knitting this week, but I did. Uh, we had uh, two sticking classes at the shop. So nice. Yeah, it was it was a busy week with classes and because um, yeah, those were those went until eight thirty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I taught other knitters how to cut their knitting without it spontaneously combusting. How'd that go over? It was fun. Good. I think everybody really had fun. So yeah, I think sticking is a sticking is a blast, and I'm excited to cut this sweater open. Not excited about having to go to Shimamayans and pick up buttons, but you have buttons at the store. Yeah, I don't think I have any that I'm going to want on here though, no? and I think I might do snaps too. Oh really? Yeah, so snaps on, and then sew the buttons on top of the snaps. Hmm. So yeah, we'll see. I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do. But, yeah, I added a little bit of length to the body. I think I added two inches to the body because it was awfully short. Yeah. So I added a couple of inches to the body. And I think it's really pretty. I'm very happy with my colors. This is much better than the other. Considering how the thing, how situation. it started out, yeah, I think this is going to be it was bad. quite a bit better. It was bad. But, yeah, so I'm almost done. And then I... I think that's about it that I have. Oh, I've been, I didn't even work on my socks at all. No, because I've been coming home and eating and going to bed. So I was, I did get a crazy, crazy idea this week. You got a crazy idea? It, this is insane. Okay, let's hear it. I, I, this better be good now. I, you know, I love my Wolf River that I'm wearing. Yeah. I got a crazy idea that I have a bunch of, uh, um, uh, I have uh, some compass um, nurtured. Yeah. Um, that I'm like, oh, well, I can knit myself a quick Wolf River in this yarn that I've had sitting around in time for Julie's visit. Can you? Well, see, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to be like, oh, that's silly, Elisa. That's only by. Know. That's only next Friday. That's a week away. It, well, it's less than a week. Well, away less than today a week away. Yeah. At this point. So, yeah, so I had that crazy idea. So, I don't know. I wanted to get the body done on this before I made any commitments to that plan. I think my Wolf River went so fast, though. I could maybe do it. So why? Why? What is your thinking? I don't know. I just wanted to have a sweater out of Julie's yarn for for her visit. You don't have one? Oh, I do, but I wanted a new one. Why can't you wear the one that you already have? It's old. How old is it? It can't be that old. Like three years old. That's not that old. I wanted a fresh new underwear. So, yeah, we'll see. 
Maybe I'll maybe I'll get crazy. Yeah, you know what? And I thought maybe at least I would be knitting on the sweater while she's here. So it would be my sweater that I'm knitting when Julie came to visit. Oh, speaking of Julie, do we should we clarify who Julie is? Why you ask? Go ahead. Oh, Julie Aslan's coming to visit. Yeah. For the cheers. Woo! I don't know. So Julie Aslan will be visiting with us at we go at firefly fibers on friday march 9th right it's the 9th yes yeah from 6 until 9 p.m it's a just a meet and greet um and it's gonna be a lot of fun so we're doing if anybody's local and wants to come we have uh it's a five dollar um reservation fee just so we have an idea of who's coming and then you get a five dollar coupon when you get there for uh, $5 off a purchase of Julie's yarn that evening. So talk about how that came about, because she's not just randomly showing up at no, the store. No, no, no. Yeah, she's not coming to Wisconsin for like what... one evening. Yeah. She was invited to speak at uh, Stitches Midwest, which is also next weekend. So she will be in, she's coming down from Chicago, or coming down from Canada to be in Chicago to speak at Stitches. So she is going to, I believe, drive up and see us for the evening. So. You believe? You don't I believe think she's driving. it is happening. No, I think she's driving. I was she, just well, trying she's to not going to fly no. from Chicago to Beaver Dam. No. So. I'm not sure that's even possible. I mean, there's there's an airport in Beaver Dam. There is. Well, it's not in Beaver Dam. It's, it's outside of Beaver Dam. Yes. It's the Beaver Dam Airport, but I don't think it's... Beaverdam International Airport. I don't think there's a connection to Chicago. I guess technically, if you file the flight plan, you can probably go just about anywhere. But I'm pretty sure there are no commercial flights from Chicago to Beaverdam. But or she might be taking a train. Because she's not got to take a train. Oh, probably not. What train? No, would, there's no train that stops in Beaverdam, is there? It goes to Columbus. Amtrak goes to Columbus, and well, I have heard what? that that train from from Chicago to well to uh, Milwaukee is a lot of fun, which we should do sometime. The party train. Well, that's not Amtrak. That's a little different than Amtrak. No, it's it's Amtrak. Is it? Yeah, it's Why Amtrak. Is it called a party train? No, I was just calling it the party train. Oh. Because I, I have a friend that goes and she, her and her friends, they take a box of wine and ride the train down to Chicago and then go out and spend the afternoon there and then ride the train back. And they let you bring your wine on yeah. the... Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I know. I asked her the same thing and she's like, yeah, no, we do it all the time. That would be like bringing a box of wine on an airplane. They would never let you do that. But it's a train. Airplanes and trains are different things. Well, I understand that. They're different modes of transportation. But it would be like taking your box of wine into Firefly Fibers. No, that would be very different. That's not allowed. I mean, it's not a mode of transportation, but that's what I'm saying. You can't do it on an airplane. You can't do it at Firefly Fibers. Why can you do it on an Amtrak? I don't know. That seems... I don't know. Huh. Our, our, our listener, Jocelyn, said that you can uh, you can bring a cooler beer, too. Sure. Well, I guess I'd be up for that. So, yeah. You could bring a cooler beer and some wine and ride the train down and go to Chicago and come back. Yeah. But anyway, so Julie will be here on... Julie Aslan will be here next Friday. I'm very excited. So what's the plan? What's what's going to happen while she's there? What can people expect if they decide to show up? She is going to be her beautiful, fun self, and we're all just going to kind of hang out. It's just going to be very casual. I think she's going to do like a, just like a five, 
like a 10 or 15 minute talk on colors and dyeing and stuff like that. And then she's just going to hang out with everyone and chat. And she said she'll help people pick out colors for projects if they want. And it's going to be fun. So she's basically she's going to be working at the store. If she's helping people pick colors for projects, she's gonna, do we have to pay her to be there if she's no, working at Firefly No, people Fibers? can answer, ask her questions and she'll answer them. And yeah, she's just going to hang out and visit. It'll be fun. So it's not a, a formal meet and greet book signing get in line and, and meet the author it's going to be she's just kind of hanging out chilling yeah. with everybody i mean if you want her autograph she will probably sign something for you well you might want to give her a call before you commit her to that because a lot of times those autographs end up for sale on ebay and famous people don't want those things up there i i bet she's she'll be fine signing did you ask things. her I, I I think she'll call her right now. Things. Ask her like put her on speakerphone. I do have her number, but no, I'm not going to call her right no, now. No, call her right now while we got the show going. I could and, Facebook and message make her. sure you could do that too. No, we'll we'll find out. It'll be fun. She's a lot of fun. Yeah, she's a nice person. She's yeah. a good lady. Yeah, and she's coming with her dad. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. So if you, if you want to meet Julie Aslin and her father, I think her her dad's probably. I don't know if her dad's coming that night or not. So don't oh. prom- don't promise the people that they get to meet her dad. Well, you said she was coming with her dad. She's coming. Well, she's she's her dad is coming to the to the United States with her. Okay, so he's just going to be like hanging out in Chicago. Well, I don't know. We'll find out. Well, to to just be clear, I I found out the official time um on Monday when a friend texted me and said they saw it on Instagram from Julie's feed. So yeah, um she's she's going to be at the store from six to nine. So and we are controlling the size of the crowd so that we uh it, it's it it's not insanity. Right, and that's the whole point. So if you're wondering why there's a five dollar charge. I guess to to participate in this event, it's it's only because now we're we're not trying to make money off of this whole thing. We're not trying to make money off no. of off of Julie. We just want to get an idea of how many people are going to show up because the store, although it is not the smallest yarn shop in the world, it is not uh, infinite in size. No, there's limited space, and we want to make sure that we can fit everybody in there and uh, get everybody a chance to again kind of get in and and say hi and. Well, and we also want you know the the knitters to be coming too, and you know we don't want like knitters to bring their husband and their four kids yeah. well we want that but again we don't have the yes. space for something we're, we're not like borders or something where you can have a, a 500 people Does milling borders around even the store exist anymore barnes and noble is what i meant oh, okay borders is gone right i think borders is long gone that's sad who, used to, who owned borders was that amazon i think amazon how did that go under i don't they started selling everything online they're like hey but, we're gonna cut out the there's a market for both. You'd think if anybody could pull off an online or a physical bookstore, you'd think Amazon would be the ones to do it. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Amazon, though. So anyway, it's not like Borders where you go in and you can have a, a line three miles long that weaves in and out and around the store. And go get your coffee. and Yeah, and get your coffee from Starbucks and hang out. I mean, there is a coffee shop, but we don't have a coffee shop in Firefly Fibers yet. No. No, we don't. That would be a lot of work. There was discussion of a wine bar a while ago. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm allergic is, to something in this room. What is happening to you? I think it's you. Uh, no, because you see me more than one oh. hour a day on Saturday nights or two hours, whatever we're here. The whole face is itchy. And you're sniffing in people's ears? This is What is going on? With- I don't know. I think I'm going to have to go use a Kleenex again. 
this is very inconvenient. I mean, I'm knitting color work here, and I have to set down my needles and go and... What am I'm I going to s- talk about? I already talked about everything that I had to talk I'll talk about... Okay, I'll talk about... If you would like to purchase some of the things that Elisa talked about, which I'll be right back. I guess is Julie Aslan yarn, or whatever she's making that sweater out of, because I'm not even sure what, what that happens to be. There's no... Wait. Oh, that's made out of Letlopi. I'm looking in the bag right now. Yeah, you can make that out of Letlopi. You can you can buy this stuff online, on the internet, on the interweb at uh, fireflyfibers.com. That's the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own right here in the town which we live, which is Beaverdam, Wisconsin. Um, you can go on there and order all those yarn things. You can order needles and stitch markers and all kinds of fun accessories and when you're doing that make sure you're ordering at least a hundred dollars worth of stuff because when you have a hundred dollars worth of stuff in your cart you are qualified then for free shipping as long as you live in the united states of america if you live outside the united states it'll cost you a little bit more to get that to you but you can still make that order and it'll go out Um, i sent a package to estonia this morning i don't even know what that is estonia it's a country i know it's a country that's pretty fun What'd they buy? Um, some Blue Sky Fibers, uh, some Techno. So if you are the person who ordered Blue Sky Techno from Estonia, thank you. Yes, thank you. That was pretty neat. So we do have something new at the store. It, it really did come this week, finally. Um, the new issue, issue four of Len Magazine, and it's gorgeous. I am so excited to, like, knit everything in here. Um, yeah, it's really pretty. Beautiful stories. Um, there is the Kate sweater pattern um, that is by um, my uh, my my designer buddy uh, Libby Johnson. Truly Myrtle. She's your designer buddy. Do you have her number? Can we call her on the speakerphone? No, we're not going to call her. I don't have her number either. But yeah, there's some interesting stories in here. There's an article um, about Jared Flood. There's, uh, oh, somebody, um, I had a knitter in yesterday that was saying that there are two balls of yarn in this picture of Olan, um, yarn that, um, she actually wound that are in here. And this knitter has been knitting for less than a year. So she was pretty Fancy. excited that, How come um, nothing I've ever, I've wound hundreds ball of balls ball. of yarn. How come none of mine are in a magazine or I don't know. a fun book? I don't know. I feel like I need a better agent. Yeah, I think they're probably leftovers from something that she something that she knit. So how'd they end up in the magazine? The, it's for the article, so they must have gotten them back, and they were just looking for color composition. And who? How did so this, this person who's knitting this dyer, for a year? Yeah, she just you put yourself out there. She did a test knit for them. So she did a test knit, and then she uh, sent it to them, or did she? Did she maybe she knit a sample? I can't remember. Maybe maybe it was a sample. And then she sent the yarn, the the leftover yarn back to them. So, and there's a recipe in here for hot chocolate with orange liqueur that looks really, really delicious. Those recipes? Yeah. I thought it was just a knitting book Don't magazine. you remember the first one had the recipe in it for I the I don't pancakes? remember yesterday. The Swedish pancakes? But yeah, so there's there's some really pretty stuff in here. And I'm trying to think. There's a... There's a sweater in shelter, and then there's uh, we added the Pluto Lopi, which is the unspun Lopi. 
um, for the shawl that is called Shibui, which I find very confusing because there's a yarn company named Shibui. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know how they got away with that. Yeah, here's the shawl. You don't get, to, you can't see much of it, but it's really, it's so they use an interesting technique. They use, um, they call it split splicing, not split, not spit. Very different. So, because the Plotoloopy is like, it's it's like, it's like Velcro. It just like really, really sticks to itself. So they try, there's six colors and you kind of blend them together. Um, but you don't overlap anything um, as you're, as you're knitting. You actually break the color, the one color that you were working with, take a few inches of the new color, and then you kind of rub it together. You don't need to use any spit. It just joins to itself. And then you join the other end back onto the other one. So you kind of gradually introduce it with little like blips of the new color hmm. and then transition that way. So I've been sending out a lot of Plotoloopy for that. Cool. So yeah, we have all the colors in stock. There's two that are in back order, but we have the rest of them. But yeah, so this um, issue four is in stock and it's going fast. I'll just, I'll say that. I'll say we, we, we've sold a lot of them mm-hmm. and we don't, I think we have like, less than 30 left at this point oh no yeah so yeah we we've sold a lot yeah our uh mailman our our mail carriers have been getting a workout this week because they got a workout bringing them to us and then they are getting a workout as i'm sending them back out with them i drug a big old box into the post office and barely lifted up onto the counter and well to be fair that could have been five no, it was more than five. You're not. You're not the. You're not a bodybuilder. You're not. I am not. You're not competing in the Arnold Sports Festival that's going on this weekend, which I might no. watch tonight because I don't remember what time that's on. So yeah, so I took a, and it's funny because I usually take a box in there, and everybody's like, "Oh, here, go ahead. Oh, you have such a big box. Just go ahead." And, and I'm like, "Everything's ready, ready. Usually ready to go. So I usually just drop it on the counter." But yeah. Because it, it's usually yarn. So I have like a ginormous box and it hardly weighs anything. It's just awkward because it's big. But right. this was a smaller box and it was heavy. So, but yeah. So that's Len, issue four. Len, issue four. So Lisa got me. We talked, oh. was it last week or the week before, about the, the giant gummy bear that I got for you on Valentine's Day. So you, and do you have these at the store? Not for sale, no. Okay, so I'm gonna re- I'm gonna do my first ever product review on the Elisa the Arnisa podcast. So what I, I want to talk about this: if you would like to see these carried at Firefly Fibers, if you promise to buy these, I'll get them. Elisa will get them at the shop. So I got two well, things. Well, well, let's see what your review is first, because if your review is they really suck, then I don't. Then think- maybe not. Then people probably aren't going to want them. Pro- well, but but they will because they're both really good. So I oh, got good. I got, this is uh, Love and Leche, right? Yep. So Love and Leche, you do carry at the store. So you yep. carry all their lotion bars of all different flavors and varieties. Mm-hmm. But these are these are manly lotion bars and Love and Leche. Mm-hmm. It's Mountain Goat. It's called Mountain Goat, which, first of all, they did a really good job from like packaging this because it's got a big billy goat with a, a beard and great big huge horns and... It's like in dark, manly, forest green colors. So it doesn't look like the uh, Love and Leche that's at the store that's all very With the pretty bee and, and the dainty. The and, cute little goat. Yeah. So the, the lotion bar, I've always been a skeptic of lotion bars, and I'm still a little 
tentative yes. on them, I guess, only because like if you use lotion out of a bottle, it's like when you you push on the pump, that's the first time the lotion's coming out of there and you know it's it's like clean and untouched and sanitary. Oh, cuz then yeah, okay, I get where you're going. Lotion here. bar you're just kind of using over and over and it's got like your your skin is on there and dirt and dust gets on there. Okay. And well, but you can wash it on there. You would use it a lot of times after you've washed your hands to rehydrate. So, Elisa, the time that I use this is in the morning after I take a shower, and I know that my hands are clean. Okay. So that that's pretty much the only time I use it, or is like after I've washed my hands or after I take a shower, because then I know I've probably scrubbed off most of the, the flaky skin or whatever's on yeah. your hands that you don't want on a lotion bar. I've used it over the course of the last week or so, and I don't see any gross, grimy skin funky skin stuff on okay. there so that i think is the way to go so if you if you have lotion bars that's when i recommend you use them is when you know you're clean or use them whenever and or, just buy another one what do you mean buy another one you're just gonna throw it away because it gets gunky no. that seems wasteful and and weird but this one is nice because it's it's unscented but it's what is it Beeswax, coconut oil, almond oil infused with organically certified calendula flowers. Yep. Is that calendula? Is mm-hmm. that pronouncing that right? I think. Calendula close. flowers and essential oils. I don't know what the essential oils are in here, but it is, it's unscented, but it's beeswax, so it does still smell a little beeswaxy, which mm-hmm. I think is good. I, I actually I like, I like the smell of it. Mm-hmm. And I will say, one thing I do like about this lotion bar as opposed to regular lotion, like especially on my hands, is like I put this on my hands after I get out of the shower. Normally, if you do lotion, like when I go to work, eventually at some point during the day, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And when I wash my hands, all the lotion gets washed off and my hands like feel extra dry for some reason. But this, even after I wash my hands, I can still feel like there's some of that... I wonder if it's just absorbing into your there. skin better. And that's what I, I don't know. I, it, it must be because my hands don't feel like super itchy, cracky, stretchy, dry after I use this as compared to when I just use a, a lotion because huh. the lotion just all washes off and you can feel it as you're washing and drying. Yeah, it gets all slimy. It's all slimy mm-hmm. and you can tell it's just like, I don't know if it's just on the surface and it's like you said, it's not absorbed into the skin or what it is. But yeah, this doesn't do that. So even after two or three hand washes, because I drink a lot of coffee and water at work, so I go to the bathroom a lot. Don't judge me. It doesn't wash off. I mean, eventually it does. It'll it'll come off, and then I'll just you know use my lotion at work or whatever. But this doesn't do that. And I would and, like to say too that um, you have a very uh, sensitive. You you have you have finicky it's skin. It's true. You have very finicky skin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I use primarily like lotion bars and like and and salves and stuff on my hands all the time. I don't use regular lotion. Yeah. Cuz I do too much with my hands that dries them out. Yeah. So, well good. So, it's not lemongrass scented. Nope, it's unfortunately not. However, unscented is good cuz I, I do like the uh the beeswax smell. It's mm-hmm. not like strong. You can't like smell it all over the place, but loveandleche.com unscented mountain goat lotion bar gets an A+ plus from me. Okay. The other thing that I got was shaving soap, which I have never used before. And so I used it for the very first time today. And anybody that watches the program or has seen a video knows that I normally wear a beard of some 
shape or variety, different varying lengths. He's been trimming it. It makes me very happy. I have been trimming it. So today I trimmed it using my mountain goat shaving soap. Now this one is scented. This is a cedar wood, a very very manly scent because I am a very manly man, as you can obviously see and hear in my voice you you could be um you could be alec baldwin in the spongebob movie with the mustache when, when he, mustache? When, he bro- yeah. when he just like what is it he just like holds his breath breath and like pushes and like poof grows the- and my i've tried to do just a, I, my mustache does not look oh no good don't do just, just a mustache though that's creepy yeah i'm not i can't pull it julian from uh jenna and julian does a good mustache his mustache looks pretty good I can't, I can't do it. It doesn't work when I try it. Your dad's looks it. good. My dad's is is good. Yeah, I I can't pull that off. But so normally, I I use this, which you probably see in all of the stores, which is Edge Shave Gel. This is sensitive skin because, as you say, well, two reasons. One, my skin is just sensitive and weird. But also, I don't shave a lot, so my skin is not used to being yeah. used to shaving in which case i i get more nicks and cuts and stuff because i shave like once a week i don't like shaving i don't do it frequently because i don't like it and so huh. yeah so therefore it's not used to it so i was wondering what this was going to be like i wonder if i should have a brush because i just kind of wiped it on my hands yeah and smeared it all over and it seemed to work but i think if you get a good la- like a good shaving brush like the horsehair or whatever yeah. and uh lather it up it might be better but it was a good soapy texture it's it's a cedar wood so it smells really good and the thing i'd like about it with the edge shave gel which i assume most of them are like this is it's it's got like all kinds of chemicals and stuff in it yeah. and i understand that if you break everything down everything is made out of chemicals yes i get that but when it's primarily these weird chemicals and things like that, it's I could smell it forever, yeah. and it kind of it was like this alcoholy weird smell, and mm-hmm. it would kind of mess with my skin and stuff like that. This didn't do that. It's like you could smell it while you're using it a little bit, but then once you're done shaving, it's gone. Hmm. So it worked really well. It was uh, I don't know I don't know what else to say about it, but was it smooth that, enough? Did nicks and everything? You're okay? Yeah, I mean I had a couple nicks, but that. That's normal. Tends to happen anyway. So I didn't really like cut myself all over the place and it seemed to do what it was supposed to do. I don't really know what's in it as far as shaving stuff. It's coconut oil, uh, olive oil, goat milk, lye, honey. There's honey in it. Essential oils, uh, organic. There's more candula flowers and beeswax. So it's all kind of the same. Some of the same mm-hmm. stuff. That's in the lotion bar, but you got that the moisture the moisturizer from the goat's milk and the yeah and, and the, it comes um, the from olive oil Santa Fe, New Mexico. But I really like this. I might pick up a, sh- a brush okay. and try that and see how that works. But it's one of those again, one of those things that most guys probably would not seek out for themselves. However, I think if if uh, the ladies in their lives purchase mm-hmm. it for them, it's something you know if you use it and try it, it's uh, it's. It's better, I, because I was, you know, I've been shaving for a little while now, one or two years, and you always you go to the store, you go to Shopko or Target or whatever, and you buy your shaving gel or foam or cream or whatever you happen to buy, and that's just what you use because mm-hmm. it's it's what 
your dad used and what's what you've always used and whatever and so you don't think about like other options like there's what dollar shave club out there and other things that have more of this kind of fancy shaving stuff Mm -hmm. so it's it's getting to be a little more popular but i think uh, until you've tried it it's kind of hard to know or understand what it's all about and i love i love the the love and light shade lotion bars i absolutely love them and i thought oh we'll, we'll try this and see what you think of it so yeah but i like it so i will use this until it's gone and considering i shave once a week it's probably going to last the rest of my life <laughs> so i shouldn't base uh stocking it at the store on your um positive review maybe you have a couple of them there okay. if, if people shave with the frequency that i do but no i mean th- i you know i wonder i wonder how it would work for i mean it does smell like cedar wood but i wonder how it would work for shaving legs for I a lady don't know why it wouldn't yeah. work I'm sure they probably make a woman's shave bar, mm-hmm. too. Or what do you call it? Shaving soap? Yeah. Yeah. So that oh, is my cool. review. I'm so glad you like it. If you want to if you want to purchase some of these things, it's not something carried at the store all the time. But let Elisa know. Send yeah. an email. Was it info at Firefly Fibers? Yep. Let yeah. her know. Send me or, an email and say, hey, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, give it a shot. It's something, can you order, especially you have to order like multiple at a time. You can't I just order. don't have to order a ton. I mean, no. it's it's a small handcrafted yeah. business, so. In uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah, and we've been carrying her her lotion bars <laughs> for years. I almost dropped it. I did drop it. And everyone loves them. Yeah. And I, I'll tell you that my lotion bars toward the end, they, you don't use it until it's gone. No. There's a point where I'm just like, okay, this thing, it, I, I need a new lotion bar. I'm hoping I'd I, see, I don't, that I don't like that. That sounds Oh, wasteful. I don't go and wash my hands every single time before I use it. I usually sit down and I start knitting and I'm like, oh, oh. my hands are dry and catching on my stuff. So then I pull it out of my knitting bag and then I slather my hands up and then wait for a couple minutes. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they don't. Yeah, the well, if it gets gross, then we get you a new one. I suppose. Just can, can do more. Can get another one. I guess they make more, but they seems, do. It seems wasteful to me. I feel like I should get all of the use out of it that I can. I'm just gonna put it here. I'm gonna leave the top off of it so we can smell it because it smells delicious, like cedarwood. What else, Elisa? Oh, should we? Well, speaking of gummy bears. Should we? Uh, Speaking of gummy bears, well, because you got those, I got you, you. I got you. Got me a gummy bear, and I got you those. Should I? Should we see what these are like? If you want to. So Mike came home one night. So I've always liked gummy bears, like ever since I was little. My grandma, my grandma used to get um, the the Haribo gummy bears. I mean, the gold bears are the best, um, and I have always loved gummy bears so mike and there there are to me there are no other gummy bears but mike came home with these black black forest organic um gummy bears that they're all natural right they're well they're colors and flavors from natural sources well they have these so at where i work and i think this is happening more frequently. There are more places like that. We don't have like a cafeteria or anything, but we do have a pretty good sized break room. And in part of the break room is kind of like this little convenience store type thing where you can go in, you can get sodas or you can get like pre-made sandwiches and you can get candy bars and 
all kinds of stuff like that. And I saw these hanging up there. Oh, you got them from work. I thought you got them no. when you went to Target one night. No, I told you. I got them, yeah, they came from work. And I'd never seen them before. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to give those things a try or see if uh, see what Lisa thinks of these because they're pretty good looking. They don't really, the gummy bears look kind of weird. Sorry. So my, my initial impression is they kind of feel like feel like gummy bears. They feel like gummy bears. They feel pretty gummy, but they're definitely more, uh, they're, they're a little cloudy and they're a little bit more gummy and stick to your teeth a little bit more. They're a little bit more dot-like. I like them. They're not as dense as uh, the Haribo gummy bears. Mm, That's why I like the Haribos. I like the Haribos actually after they've gone a little bit um, dry. So they're pretty good. I'll I like them. them better. I think they're better than the Harbos. That is my personal opinion. Like, there was, it's like a, a green packaging with the trees on it and the blue sky. But I think they're pretty good. Maybe I'll let them dry out just a little bit and see. That sounds weird. That, that they're like, pretty good, though. I mean, for... Oh, of course. They're using... The colors are from black carrot juice, carrot juice, turmeric, red beet extract. So they're probably not actually like good for you, but... Well, it's candy. It's never going to be good for you. But gelatin is good for you. So, yeah, there's potato starch. Potato starch and... Oh, that's probably to keep them from sticking. The the potato and tapioca starch is probably to keep them from sticking to things. But yeah, they're pretty good. I think they're pretty good. They're not as sweet. Probably because they're made with cane sugar and other stuff too. Yeah. Probably not as much sugar. So yeah. So well, thank you for those. I've had them. I've had them for a while and just mm-hmm. haven't opened them. So yeah. I my favorite though was the night that you came home. Oh, that one night you did come home from Target and you said I got you a bag of gummy bears. But I ate a bunch on the way home. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I'm not going to eat the whole bag. So you got them for you and just gave me the leftovers. Is what no, I'm I got them for you, but I'm like, you're not going to eat them all right away. So I can have some. Oh, I love, love gummy bears. Oh. In the kitchen. Time. This is what we're talking about food. We talk about what Elisa's making. We talk about recipes. We talk about kitchen equipment and gear. What else we talk about? Food. Did that cover it all? Oh, yeah, probably. Well, all of those things together shrubs. combined are. We talk about shrubs. Which I'm having right now with. Uh, I'm having the strawberry balsamic shrub with uh, some sparkling water and some whiskey, and it's pretty good. I didn't put any of the strawberries in there, basil or anything. Cause, yeah. Well, the last time it didn't work very well with a straw. So. No, it kind of clogs up the straw a little bit. And then it, it sounds the all way. slurpy here and I mm-hmm. get yelled at for making additional noises. So. There are enough noises already. All right. So I wanted to follow up on a story we had from last week. I'm trying to remember exactly. How, oh, because we're talking about how apparently there's a big uproar about how uh, 
Instant Pot was going to kill you because apparently, and again, you watch this show, this is us, I don't watch this show, but apparently somebody died in the show as a result of not a, not an Instant Pot, but a Crock Pot. And so some for some reason, Instant Pot had to answer for this because I don't know if there was some confusion over what the appliance was. I don't know exactly what it was. It was like an old like 1970s Crock Pot that was a hand-me-down yeah. that caused the issue. It had nothing to do with Instant yeah. Pot. And we're trying to avoid spoilers here if you've not. I assume if you are somebody who watches this show, you've probably seen this this part however if you well haven't. and if you haven't you probably you can't really avoid the media or the the memes of the crock pot and apparently yeah so so apparently now there are like decals that you can purchase <laughs> to put on <laughs> your crock pots and instant pot they're all <laughs> Most of so just say stupid. unplug me. <laughs> They're like vinyl lettering that you can put onto your your crock pot in all various different colors. These are what six bucks and free shipping on Amazon. And there are different. And one of them is like uh, glad we got an instant pot or something like that because the instant pot's not going to kill you. Uh, oh, we look see at that. that. Yeah, I'm so glad we have an instant pot. And yeah, so there's there's a whole like bunch of them. There's a, a shirt. I feel like putting a vinyl decal on your instant pot is not the smartest thing to do either. Why not? Because it gets hot. Not the outside doesn't get yeah, that it hot. Does. It's yeah, vinyl though. What is not going to okay. melt? It's not a gummy bear. No, it's not a gummy bear. Oh, that is so silly. Yeah. So I, I honestly I don't even remember how I came across this second part B of the story, but it's a whole thing now. If you watch This Is Us, you'll get it. If not, I suppose watch it. Otherwise, I'll I'll put a link to all these in the show notes. So click on that if you if you want one of these for your crock pot or your, your instant, instant pot, pot. You can purchase one of these from Amazon. I'll put a oh, link there. Oh, that you is can... too funny. <laughs> it is so dumb. Did you want to talk about what you're making tonight, or you want to save that for next week? Um, I can just give a quick. Just a quick overview of what I'm making this week. I think it, I think we touched on it last week. We're making the uh, so Michelle Tam posted. Uh, oh, we talked about this last week. The 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 meat pies. Um, the and we talked about the Kia. What is it called? Let me pull up the the Kia Sorento. That's a SUV, I think. The I didn't cook much as well. When I am at work for 12 hours and come home and fall into bed, there really isn't much time to cook supper. Mm-hmm. So I did make the the sticky sesame chicken teriyaki wings. Time out. Okay, time in. <laughs> so I am making, maybe I don't have it on here. for. Oh, here we go. The uh, deconstructed samosas um, is it's a, re- a a recipe from Isn't Michelle Tam. Oh, it's a mimosa. I think it was, never mind. That's very different. A little bit different. Um, so the samosas there, it's like an an Indian kind of meat pie with. Um, uh, let's see here. Yeah, it's Indian um, with onion, garlic, ginger, uh, jalapeno. So it's a little bit has a little bit of bite to it. Um, turmeric, coconut milk, um, garam masala, um, cilantro, and then she she made the recipe to be paleo, so 
she said lettuce leaves or paleo flatbread. And I think when we had it, we had it in, I think we had it in lettuce leaves. Um, and that's, you didn't remember having it. And then she came out with the recipe for um, the, their paleo curried meat pies. So it's the dough and then you put the, um, the, the samosa meat inside of it and bake it. Um, so that's what I think we're going to have tonight if, if I have, if I feel up to that much work, cause it's going to be quite a bit of work. I was going to make the meat last night, but then there was no way I was going to thaw two pounds of ground beef at seven yeah. thirty at night and be able to make the meat. And if you don't feel like it, I got seven Roma pizzas for $10 today. So that was a pretty, I couldn't pass that up. It's a whole meal for like a dollar and whatever change that works out to. That was, I couldn't believe it, Elisa. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Did you stand there in the freezer section at our local grocery store and say, I can't believe it. This is amazing. It's am- I couldn't believe it. It was amazing. Unfortunately, you remember when you used to get 10 for $10? Not those. Like Totino's. Oh, Jack's. You used to get Jack's 10 no. for $10. Yeah, long time a ago. long time ago, maybe. Yeah. Not, oh, not Totino's. Recently. Oh, I miss Totino's. Totino's are the worst. Oh, they're, they're so, so good. Gross. Oh, they're so good. They're not even pizza. It's like crackers with tomato sauce oh, on it. Oh, yum. And little little square bits of pepperoni. Mmm. Yeah. All those things I miss. Um, but yeah, so we're going to try these. And I'm going to make a... Um, did we talk about the spinach biryani? Biryani? I don't, know I don't even know it. what that word is. That's not so, even a word. But I'm going to do it with... Um, this uses... it. it so it's rice with like a... Uh, like spinach and coconut milk, um, those green chili peppers I had you get, more garam masala, um, some mint, um, cilantro, garlic, onion, ginger, tomato, all sorts of stuff. And then you blitz it all together in the food processor and then you mix it in with the rice. But we're going to have it with uh, cauliflower rice instead of mm. regular rice because I think the meat pies are going to be heavy enough that we don't need rice on top of that. Sure. But yeah, I thought that'd be good because then you get some nice kind of green and some herbaceous bits with the uh, herbaceous with the with the uh, with the uh, um, the meat pies. Sure. So yeah, I think it'll be. I, it sounds really good. This one is not a Michelle Tam recipe, but I'm sure it'll be fine. And the meat pies apparently they freeze really well, and the samosa meat freezes really well. So I think um, I'm gonna just gonna make a full batch of that and then freeze leftovers. And if it's good, then just have to thaw the meat and make the make the make the crust sounds good to me yeah i think it's gonna be really good so yeah and then i had another recipe on here that i've been wanting to make i've never had egg foo young have you ever had egg foo young i don't know (laughs) i very possibly could have i don't even know what it is michelle has this recipe that shows up all the time so it's basically like a it's it's a savory pancake well, probably I don't think so. So Michelle has a recipe for it. She calls it egg foo youngish because I think they, are they there might be noodles in there. I think it might be a noodles noodle or something. I can't remember how what I don't remember. What, I never had real egg foo young, um, but these look really good too. They're just it's a, sp- a spinach, egg, ham, and coconut pancake. So you make them with coconut flour. So that one keeps coming up here. So I think I'll put that on. That'd be a good Sunday afternoon snack sometime sure but yeah so that one keeps coming up on my real plans so yeah that's that's all i got oh i made hot and sour soup on sunday too that was really good you did yeah that's all i got that's it yeah
when there's no more food to talk about, that's when we talk about Canadian Canoes. The only source of Canadian Canoes in the entire known universe and beyond the Elise of the Unusual podcast right here. We have a whole series of what I guess I am going to say are fantastic stories, if I must say so myself. And I must say so myself because... That's no one I, else says it. I have to talk on this show because that's what happens on a, on a podcast is talking. And this is somebody, you you may know this person because she was in Breaking Bad, I think. Uh, but she's on the cover of Vogue Knitting. Kristen Ritter teaches Stephen Colbert the art of the craft. So she's she went on the Stephen Colbert show, the Tonight Show, or no, the Late Show, to talk about she's in um oh what is it jessica jones is a netflix series apparently she's a superhero super strong superhero girl i have been I told that it. i should watch it it's really good it's very depressing i guess it's it it's apparently yeah apparently she had a rough past and now she is a superhero of some mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. so yeah but she went on this night show to talk about uh her show and promote the show and stuff and ended up talking about knitting I guess here and there and she does a lot of knitting uh just kind of in general well listen you're unbelievably prolific since the last time you were here you filmed the defenders the new season of jessica jones you're designing knitwear you published your first novel bonfire yeah what is your superpower you just get done i just get done yeah. yeah, I noticed it when I was on my book tour when people would come and they had a copy of my book and a copy and, you know, um, my action figures that we have now and my knitting kits. Or, and I was like, wow, I am a psycho overachiever. What am I doing? That's a really interesting combination of book, action figure, and knitting I know, kit. I'm kind of doing my own thing. Well, let's talk about the knitting for a second yeah. because uh, you start off as a model. Yeah. You know, obviously, being on the cover of something is very exciting. Yes. You know, it's part of the world you used to be in, but you've just hit it big time. This is so major. This is, um, uh, you're on the cover of Vogue, but not just any Vogue. You're on the cover of Vogue, Vogue knitting. knitting. This is. Come on. This is a big deal for me. Thank you. Congratulations. This is like, in, in the knitting community, this is like as high as it gets. Tell me, tell me about the knitting community because I, mean, I don't know enough. I, that's all, that's on me. Well, okay. Well, funny enough, I was gonna knit you a hat oh. as like a little present. I was yeah. like, oh, I'll do it in like your college colors. But then I didn't have purple. And you know that saying, if you um, give a man a fish, you eat, and then teach him to fish, you eat forever. Wait so no, we're gonna go back for a second and talk I about the saying. The, the saying. I really like that saying. You give a man a fish, you eat. You no, he eat the fish. Tell him about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God, I wish, so I, I, wish I had two fish so you could have one. Oh, so, so give a man a fish he eats for a day, yeah. teach a man to fish, and you could, you know, knit something for him. Exactly. So I'm going to teach you how to knit. I would love that. And so I started for, this in before, the car. Before we do this, I just want to show you, like, you've, you've, yeah. you can do it. Here's a rug you knitted. There's a really... With my dog Mikey on with it. With Mikey on it. Okay. And here is, here's a, a beautiful sweater. A sweater that I made for my girlfriend. It's called the Best Friend Cropped Sweater. I'm so That's into nice. it. Now, did, is it. Are you a self-starter in yeah. knitting or did... Well, my grandma, grandma taught me when oh, I was okay. a little girl. Good. And I know she would be so proud of my Vogue cover. Okay, so, um, so talk me through it. What do we do here? Okay, so I started this on the car ride here. So you can take one. This is one set. I'll take this I take, one. Do I take you this? You take this set. I've okay. already started. This is a scarf. <laughs> I can tell. 
Okay. It's actually, so. matter of fact, that, I can just stop there, and it's still a scarf. Nailed it. Okay. So what do I do? Do it so matter which, is like drumsticks? This, do I have to hold one like this? This is your work. Put it in your left hand. What? No, I, it's not, it's not drumsticks. Left hand? Left hand. And then take your other needle. You can call it a stick if you like. Stick? Okay. Ready? Okay. Okay, so we're going to put this needle into the first loop and through the bottom. Uh, other side, this right here. This one right here? My dress right is here? getting in the way of my knitting. It's very tight. Okay, there? Uh, yes. Okay, now you take, this is your working yarn, yeah? Yeah. Take that and wrap it around the bottom stick. This one. This one? This way? No. No, like this? Oh, this is, okay. Like this? So like this? Yeah. Around? Like this? Like yeah. that. I just did it. Did, did I just do it? Kind of. And then you pull it through. <laughs> but did I do it? Because I don't want to do it if yeah, I'm not doing it. I don't think you kind of did. What do I do? What do I do? So I okay, do... one more time. So go in right there. I'm a failure. Go in through the bottom. <laughs> oh, this. Oh, I do, do I do it here? Do I do it? Right there. Right Put here. It I right do it there. right through the, right through there. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Now? now, take your working yarn. Yeah. And wrap it around the top. Like, like this? Yes. Yeah. Wait. Now what? Yeah. And now pull it off. Pull what off? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You did it. No way. You're so nice. I definitely did not do it. <laughs> yeah. It's harder to teach. You know, these are, okay. these are big needles. It's hard. Okay. One more time. All right. Okay, one more you time. can do it. Let's talk about the show while we're doing this. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk Joe. about Jessica Jones. And there you go. And they go on to talk about the show. And, and uh, he, he definitely does not knit anything. He does not knit anything. <laughs> they're doing it. I actually had to Google her to remember like who she was in Breaking Bad. And yeah, she was she was a really good character in there. Yeah, she seems cool. And the dress she's wearing is outstanding. It's super sparkly silver. I don't I don't know what material that is, but it's uh, looks incredibly uncomfortable, <laughs> like all the way uncomfortable it's, to me. It's super tight. It looks very fashionable. Her one shoulder is probably freezing right now. Right. So that was is good. she a New Yorker, California? They're in New no York, idea. I think. I would think he's in New York, isn't well, he? Well, Colbert is in, uh, well, he might be in, in, well, The Late Show has always been in New York, I think, okay. because Letterman was in New York. So, yeah. Tonight's show is in is in, Cal- in Hollywood, California, mm-hmm. and The Late Show is in New York. Okay. So, yeah, it was good. But one of the things which is always kind of disappointing is, is and this is changing a lot, and, and she kind of tries to sell this, is that knitting is not just for old people, and it's it's something that's catching on or yep. has been catching on at least over especially the last you know five ten years with younger people and not just in the united states but it's something that's been catching on all over the world but apparently knitting and crochet takes the top spot as new zealand's coolest craft good and you look at the top 10 list and this is not the only one that involves knitting and crocheting so apparently of the top 10 multiple of them are somehow related to various knitting and crochet type uh, activities so knitting knitters and crochet groups young and old have thrown their love of yarn around the earth 3.7 times using more than 150 million meters of yarn in the last year i don't know how they calculate that because they're all different lengths and sizes and everything else but apparently the estimate is this is i think this is just new zealand but 150 million meters and what's a meter three feet ish Mm -hmm. so that's like 450 million feet how many is what how many feet are in a a mile 2600 a meter is not three feet that's it's about three feet no it's not a meter it's a little bit a meter is is slightly longer than a yard Elisa's going to Google it and try to prove me wrong. 
Oh, it is. Three feet, 3.37 inches is one meter. Yeah. So. So it's a lot. 150 million, right? 150 million. So it's like 400 and. 492. Yeah. Million feet. So whatever that translates into miles, it's a lot. It goes around the earth 3.75 times. But so this is this is weird. So knitting and crochet take the top spot with slime, cutting machines, cake decorating. I get that. Moss and faux greenery, mermaid and unicorn crafts, making up the remainder of the top ten. So knitting and crochet. We all know what knitting and crochet is. That that's I, not a mystery. I have to say, num- slime being number two, it does not surprise me at all. That has been like a huge, huge thing, which is... I was not aware of this apparent slime trend, but it's a favorite of kids and big kids alike. Slime videos are sweeping the internet and yeah. the sticky supplies are flying off the shelves. What supplies they, do you they need brought to make slime? slime supplies to... When I was in... When I vacationed in Colorado last year, they brought slime supplies for the kids. And what the kids are played slime, with slime supplies? I don't know what, what went in it. I did not participate in the slime slime making but they brought supplies to make slime what do you do with it when you have it i know when like i was a kid i remember watching seeing commercials where you would have like a mass he-man masters the universe had like a castle gray skull slime where you would slime skeletor and he-man and what was the uh what was that, that oh it's glue and borax it's what glue and borax that's it um, school glue, borax, food coloring, water, and it says two bowls. Huh. Food coloring is optional. So apparently slime, you, you should maybe have a, a slime section in the store because it's only second to knitting and crochet. I feel that having a slime section in the store would not be good for the rest of the store. Why not? Slime is messy. Well, you're not selling slime. You're just sell- selling the components, the ingredients no. to make slime. No. We, we will not encourage any slime making at Firefly Fighters. I am going to, in the back of the store, start my own slime stand. And people will come through solely to buy slime. They might buy some yarn, too, since they're there, but it's going to be slime. It's going to be amazing. With all the colors. Write me up a business and plan. And borax. It's going to be amazing. I like borax. I mean, I remember making borax beads in, in uh, chemistry class in high school. Various colors and whatnot. Mermaids. What we're getting there, Lisa. Don't jump ahead. Number three is cutting machines, which seems weird that this is a hobby. Yeah. New tools of scrapbookers, card makers, quilters that makes easy work of cutting paper, vinyl, and fabric. So apparently they lump all of those things together. And it sounds to me more like a tool than an overall activity. But then cake decorating. I get cake decorating. That makes sense. Everybody knows what cake decorating is. And weaving. Then macrame, then cake yarns. So these are multicolor variegated yarns spun into balls that resemble a sweet confection. Have you heard of this? Yes. I have not seen them, but I didn't know it was a thing, Apparently, especially a thing that is that popular, that the, is above mermaids and unicorns. Because to me... The seventh most popular thing in New Zealand. Mermaids and unicorns should be pretty, pretty high up there, especially unicorns. Well, and mermaids... Apparently, they'd start with uh, from full crochet mermaid tails, which is, again, Aww. crochet, to embellish tiaras, mermaid. You have a tiara, Lisa. You could be a mermaid That's with your tiara. Fabulous. 
Mermaid crap, mermaid crafts, which that phrase right there kind of makes my brain shut down because I feel like that shouldn't be a thing. That doesn't make sense to me. Mermaid crafts are making a huge splash in 2018. There's a pun for you, at least. It's a huge splash. Did you get it? I got it. <laughs> they all got it, too. Number nine, unicorns. I don't know how this is a whole section unto itself. But the the mythical unicorn is capturing the heart of crafters nationwide with everything from parties, costumes, bedroom makeovers, drawing inspiration from the majestic beast. This is apparently unicorns are right up there with knitting. Unicorns are a big thing. I mean, again, don't you remember My Little Pony and the unicorns? There were no unicorns. In there my were little unicorns pony. in My Little Pony. No, mm-hmm. there might be one unicorn character, but there's not like a whole. No, no, not a whole thing. There but... were unicorns in Harry Potter, but. To be popular to the extent of number nine most popular craft things in, I get you, you maybe want a poster in your room if you're like a 10 year old girl or something like that, but a whole crafting series event around unicorns? I am seeing, I if you Google unicorns and My Little Pony, there are a lot of unicorns in My Little Pony. There's like two of them. There are a bunch Three of different of ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sorry I'm not a brony. I don't know everything there is to know about My Little Pony. I don't think you need to apologize for that. Okay. So there there are apparently some My Little Pony yeah, unicorns. Unicorns have always been a big thing. But number nine and like overall craft, that doesn't yeah. seem like a... And, and number 10 is moss and faux greenery, which I don't... I know what it is. It, it makes sense logically, but it doesn't make sense. The easiest way to bring greenery into the home without the hassle of watering. All right, that makes sense. But how long does mm-hmm. that take? It's not like you're making a scrapbook or knitting a sweater. It's basically you go out and buy some fake plants and put them in the corner somewhere and Done. I'm big on the plants and the greenery. I would rather have real plants and real greenery. Yes, I agree. But who knows? So that's New huh. Zealand. Then we move on to India. So apparently, like I said, knitting, it's not just in the United States where knitting is growing. And knitting is getting more popular and bigger and bigger every day. This one comes from India. Huh. This is Sunny. I think it's Leone. Leone? Leone shares cute image of herself knitting scarf for snowman. So apparently she's, she is a very popular actress in India. And she's got uh, herself, she's, I don't know, is on a set of some sort. And she's sitting there and knitting a scarf looking at a snowman. So apparently among, I guess it makes sense because in, as an actor, you've got a lot of downtime while they're mm-hmm. setting up lighting and uh, effects and, and sets and all that kind of stuff. So I guess what are you going to do between... Between takes, if you got some knit. time, you're gonna knit something. Maybe she's knitting the scarf for her snowman. Well, that's what she said. She said, "Oh, knitting she's knitting the scarf for, for him." The snowman. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so that's was it from her Twitter, I think. Yeah. Hmm. The last story we have coming out of Australia. So we've got a whole worldwide, very fun knitting news this week crochet artist phil ferguson creates funny food hats that will have you in stitches <laughs> I, I, I get that pun as it's well. a pun it's yep, hilarious well. this is from heraldsun.com.au kids news this is all this is i'm gonna go through this whole thing because i think this whole thing is really cool uh let's go come on scrolling scrolling so the first of all the reading level is green which I assume means easy. This is so really, it's perfect for you. There's a whole like 
what do you call it? Like a, a, I can't think of the word I'm trying to say. Like for teachers, that's you can uh, a whole lesson plan, I guess, built around this story, and it it has activities at the end. It's very neat. So as modern twist on old-fashioned art, crochet artist Phil Ferguson, which sounds like a fake name, Phil Ferguson has his fans in stitches over his clever creations. He's 25 years old from Melbourne, known by his followers as Chili Philly, taught himself the woolly craft after he became interested in costume making. He was working at a burger shop. Uh, it was the inspiration for his first piece of burger hat before long. Mr. Ferguson was creating crochet hats of all kinds with the common, with food, a common theme. And a mustache. Apparently at some times, not all the time, but occasionally he's got himself a mustache. A uh, former fine art student knew he had taped, tapped into something special when he started posting images of his work online. He collected an impressive 134,000 Instagram supporters, to which he is humbled but not surprised. He knew it would grow inevitably. So the unusual passion has turned into full-time work. This is amazing to me, and, and good on him for turning this into a full-time job. The unusual passion has turned into full-time work for Mr. Ferguson, who works with uh, brands and held his first exhibition last year. And he's got all kinds of fun sweaters and clothes and weird things going on here. Uh, next month marks National Spotlight National Craft Month. You can get creative spotlight stores throughout March, workshops. So it's basically him with all various. He's got a... Plate, he's in the middle of a plate of spaghetti. Plate of spaghetti yolk kind of thing going on there and a rainbow kind of hat. But there's a glossary that says that kind of defines with maybe some of the words that you may not know it defines those for you so such as inspiration which is when you are encouraged to do or feel something there's i haven't listened to this but apparently there's a, a soundcloud audio version of the story there are classroom activities popular yarn so after you listen to the the you read the story and you listen to the audio version there are some questions such as what were the steps that led mr ferguson being able to hold an exhibition of his hats last year how is phil ferguson helping to break the stereotype of knitting and crocheting so some fun discussion questions you can have with the kids and with the class i think that's pretty neat and there's an extension you can design a hat, draw a diagram of what you think the following foods would look like as a crocheted hat. Spaghetti and meatballs, pineapple, gives you some ideas. You get 40 minutes for that. Uh, here's some good discussion questions. Breaking the stereotype in the article, traditional crafts such as crocheting and knitting are referred to as Nana hobbies, which is what we discussed and have talked about many times. Uh, yeah. What does this mean? Why do you think they have this reputation? And then how do you uh, kind of get away from that? So I think this is pretty cool. So maybe if you have kids or if you have a group of kids, a teacher or something, I thought this is this is kind of a neat thing. I, I assume this is something that happens I don't know if it's weekly or how often they have these, but this one obviously is specifically around knitting, but I thought it was kind of fun. Get kids talking about uh, diversity and various uh, things like that. Using your imagination. And somebody was in yesterday and they were talking about how they, they made somebody something and they never saw it again. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like we're not old enough to be our grandparents, but I'm wondering if this is what our grandmas felt like when they would make us things. And, you know, you know, you know, like kids that used to have to be forced into wearing, you know, whatever it was that grandma made for them yeah. or wearing it the next time they saw them. But I feel like it's changed. I mean, it's definitely, it's a younger generation well, we has taken this, over. Yeah. We went to see, uh, what was it? The movie we just saw. Wow. Jumanji. We oh, saw yeah. Jumanji 
couple last week, week two weeks ago, whatever it was, and then we commented on how much knitwear there was in there. It was, mm-hmm. She it was wearing some uh, scarf and I think some fingerless mitts and stuff like that. So yeah, it's something you're seeing more. And we have a celebrity slouchy hat book that you had a while back and various things. So you can you see those a lot more yeah. now. Where people are you wearing things that are probably not making themselves and and maybe just yeah. probably buying at a store. And if it's a it's an actor, they're probably paying. $300 for a slouchy hat, but stuff like that, the people are, are wearing more just kind of on a day-to-day part of their overall fashion. Yep. More knitwear. Knitwear is very fashionable. Or they're buying it off of Etsy. If someone's making it on there. Sure, when I look at, when I look for wholesales, wholesalers on Etsy, a lot of times I, there are a lot of people on there that have like handmade stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, I don't know how you make money doing that. You have to sell it for quite a bit. I mean, considering the time that you put into it, I guess though, at some point, if if knitting is your hobby, you you've you can probably knit enough for yourself that you can't wear all of the hats you knit if you like wearing or you like knitting hats or you can't. You should wear them all at the same time. That would look funny. Right. So eventually, you're gonna have more than you can wear. So maybe you're just kind of recouping the cost of the yarn yep. because it's just something you like to do while you're watching tv or you're out at the movies or whatever it is that well that's like when we go to the 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 fair in the the craft fair in the summer here and we i i i, I see the 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 dish towels the the hand yeah. embroidered dish towels and i'm like oh well, i could make those myself and i start looking and i'm like oh my gosh these are already made i don't think the poor lady is making any money on them yeah i don't know how they make any money doing those Although I guess if you're sitting at a craft fair all day, what are you going to do besides sit there and show people what you're doing and, yeah. and you work on stuff while you're there? So I guess in that way, maybe it makes sense. <coughs> Sorry. Anything else you want to talk about, Lisa? No, I think I'm good. Otherwise, I think we're probably at a spot where we can go <coughs> ahead and uh, bind off and weave in our ends and wrap it up. I was going to spit join, but that's kind of in the middle, so we're not going to do that because that means we'd want to do more. We don't want to do more. We want to bind off and weave in our ends and what do you do after that just wash and block we're gonna wash and block that's what we're gonna do thank you everybody for joining us here episode number 125 of the least podcast if you have any questions comments suggestions ideas thoughts Send us an email at podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, podcast at alisatheyarnista.com. Uh, if you want to follow Elisa on all of her uh, social media journeys, pictures, and whatnot, make sure you go to, uh, just go to the, just go to alisatheyarnista.com. Upper right-hand area, we have all the social media links up there for Ravelry and Instagram and whatever else is up there. You can also find us on patreon.com slash Elisa the Arnista, P A T R E O N dot com slash Elisa the Arnista, and there for just $5 per month. You can uh, join us as we record each and every episode of the podcast live. It uh, gives you the chance to hang out with us. You can uh, be in chat with all the super cool party people and uh, join that conversation that's happening there. It's a lot of fun against five bucks a month. Uh, helps us pay for web hosting and all the recording equipment that we have here and uh, allows us to eat food, which is very important in life is eating food. Um, yeah, so yeah, I think... Food's good. Food is good. So I think that's it. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Have a good week. Again, I will post some things on uh, Kiva. Watch for that link and uh, join the team if you are on Kiva. If you are not... It'd be fantastic if you decided to sign up and uh, make a loan or two 
and join the Firefly Fibers team and join the community that's going on there. It's a good thing. It helps a lot of people all throughout the world and the United States, which is part of the world, if you so choose. Thank you all. Have a great week. We will see you in seven days. Cheers. I don't always make great decisions under pressure. What the hell is that? An alpaca. I got the last one.